This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Marking Out, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode 392, and you can catch this and all episodes on MarkingOut.com. You can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Maybe we'll start loading these things up to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Marking 11. People will be uh, down for that. If not, cool. Anyway, social media-wise, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut, Twitter.com slash MarkingOut. You can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. Are you in a band? Are you a friend in a band? Are you an artist? Would you like to play some of our music on your show? We could do that for you. So some email of us your music out. on our show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get back to your foot cramp, Brandon. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog, as you heard. I'm here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Dave, hey. Hey. What's up? Not too much. What's going awesome. on? And the heart and soul of this show, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how you doing? I am doing awesome as always-ish. But <laughs> how, uh, <laughs> I, I heard you guys were hanging out last night. We were. Yeah, we uh, met up at a place in uh, good old Balmore called Crown Gastropub. Yes, it was Dave's, Dave's like, oh, what are you doing right now? I was like, nothing. Why? Silence. I thought he was about to like tell, like, be like, oh, we're dropping by. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to respond to your text. I tried yeah. not to. I try really try hard not to take out my phone when I'm with other people, especially yeah. if I'm like sitting at a bar or at dinner or something like that. A bar is a I little tried. different, though. Like a bar, like no, but I understand completely. Like I had to. Like, I took out my phone a couple of times last night, too, and I was like, oh, excuse me. And then there's Dan who's sitting on the phone the entire time. Yeah, but it wasn't anything – it wasn't, like, abusive or anything but like no, that. No, where no, it's no, like... but that's not the point. Who did you contact? Sal. Oh. Yeah. yeah it, was, <laughs> it was over a Grand Slam that just happened, and then I contacted, contacted you because, well, I don't bored. have a good reason for that one. You were bored. Mom, no, no. so bored. Bored? Yeah, but – this place is actually really cool. It was yeah. low key. I mean, it was pretty much low us key. and then th- two other people, three other people in the restaurant slash bar, and it was it was perfect. Yeah, Honestly, my, type of, my type of place. They had nice whiskey selection. Yeah, yeah not a not opposed to that. Yeah, I mean, if you are into whiskey and just a relaxing, it was pretty much like an adult crowd night. Like if you are not looking for that crazy scene or anything like that you want to go just to get away or even it looks like a good place to go on a date i would definitely check it out i mean it was my first time actually going out with you in general in a long time and just it was i couldn't have thought of a better way to first you're uh, you're making this way too weird (laughs) honestly like i was i was raving to my parents i'm like this was great he brought me flowers and peanuts (laughs) Well, I was well, it wasn't peanuts. <laughs> no, it was really it was really awesome because I've missed that so much. Like last time I met up with Dan, I mean, we even spoke on the podcast, like well not on the podcast, but 
my mind is so far detached from so much. And last night, it was so great to just have intellectual conversations and meaningful conversations while like oh. mentally being there. Oh, oh, okay. So every time we talk is not an emotionally and investable, conversational. Oh. No, nope. I mean, must come on now. Be interesting. No, no. You, you always got my heart. You're my, you're my heart and blood in my, you're my soul. Cousin. You're my cousin. You're my cousin. Yeah. We got, <laughs> we got similar genes. But, similar genes. yeah, it was great. So, what about you, Brandon? How are you doing? I'm doing How's your week? great. It was fine. It was dandy. I didn't have any Sour candy, candy, which is actually not true. I did have candy, I believe. But I, I went to uh, Cheesecake Factory twice this week, as one would do. Cool. Russian happy no 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 happy hour I went uh Saturday night I went uh late night with some friends and then uh yesterday I went out with my father there hey. I got the nice. uh the, the New York style chicken parm pizza gimmick that's basically it's just a chicken parm? it's just a chicken parm in the form of a a circle which is it's really a um what is it it's ground chicken like a chicken burger Okay. Oh, but in the form of chicken parmesan, it's really it's really good. I've gotten it before, and mm-hmm. I and I've said to myself the last time I got it that I wouldn't order again unless I ate it there uh-huh. like, completely because it was really like difficult to eat. Yeah, as a leftover, so I finished it all. It was really good. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I, uh, I for- uh huh. I was gonna say I split the the egg roll sampler. So good, so good. Nice. I forgot, Chris. What was that order that I got? The Poplardale. Yeah, that Brandon, have you ever had that before? I heard Pop Liddell. Yeah, Pop 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 Liddell. Pop, I've never Bellanese. heard of that before. It's a wide ribbon pasta. Yeah, with like that, a bolognese sauce on it, and it had a little uh, fresh whipped ricotta, ricotta, oh, whatever you want. I don't, I don't like it. ricotta cheese, but you. Oh, I, no, so this this bar was an Italian joint. No, it was like American style. So they had like different cuisines. Like I had. What I have? Filet mignon skewers and a burrata and arugula salad, which is delicious. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they... You guys paid some much money, huh? Not no, really. No, It was the all prices, reasonable. The prices are – I mean, I had a pretty expensive uh, – my bill was – for me alone, I'll, I'll say it on, my bill was 50 bucks because I had two whiskeys. And then I had the, the filet mignon skewers, like 11 bucks, And then – the salad is fourteen. Oh, I got a burrata. Yeah, that's that's totally. And the <laughs> whiskey, the whiskey that you I, it were getting, delicious. it wasn't the whiskey you were getting wasn't uh, well whiskey. You were getting good whiskey. Yeah, I know. I, you know what? It was funny too because I was like, I went to Total Wines today to make sure I had. Um, I just want to see if they had those whiskeys, and they had them there. So I was like, I was really? tempted. Yeah, I was tempted to get a bottle of one. One of them I had last night, but I got there was a sale on this other bourbon I, that I drink normally, so I got that instead. So what were the prices that you saw? Because I was I was telling my parents about this, and I didn't know what the prices of the whiskeys were, and I was under the assumption that like you told me that some of them sell for a thousand dollars. What were the prices? Well, you that's were that, that's like. The like, but like, if you're not familiar with like bourbon and stuff like that, there's a, a a bourbon called Pappy Van Winkle. They make that. They make an old Rip Van Winkle. Like a bottle of Pappy can go for like a thousand dollars. It's all about just the. Because, uh, it's all about the the barrels. And the no, it, it, it's just the the, it, the exclusivity of it because mm. they'll do they do Pappy I think like twice a year. Okay. They make bottles of it, and it's just it's such in high demand. So and it's. It, Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. And how much were like the stuff that the other stuff that we were seeing last night? 
no, it wasn't. Nothing was really super expensive. Like I think mine were like both eleven dollars, and the guy, the guy did a serious pour on that. It wasn't like you know, uh, you know, he got his little jigger out and poured uh, an ounce and a quarter. You know, he gave me a, a good pour, and I maybe just because we were having a good conversation about yeah. you know, whiskey. Well, I mean- yeah, but. I, I mean, per bottle, like, what were you seeing when you went to the store? Like that you saw. Oh, I went to the, okay. So the bottle of the bottle, it was like thirty-five bucks. Okay. Yeah, with thirty-five, forty dollars and stuff like like the bottle that I got today, was like fifty-four dollars, mm-hmm. but it was marked down to thirty-five. So that's the whole, re- whole reason I got. It. That's a sweet yeah. deal. I mean, for me, the bill wasn't bad too. All, all I got was that Belenese, uh pasta, oh, nice. and then yeah, and then a, a beer, and my was like mid 20s yeah so and it like it was just because my entree was 18 and change yeah and it was just it was well worth it yeah no I mean, absolutely i told and i told rachel this morning i told them like we're going back to this place i told my parents they have to go there so yeah no i definitely would love to go back there and let's keep on trying new places so, i mean do, do they have I, refills free refills or not nobody ordered a soda nope not on beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah but well, I gotta say, Chris, thank you for that. Uh, for the good idea of going there. Yeah, no problem. You want to go to Patty Power? <laughs> I want to. You know, I'm always up for trying something new now. So please have at it. Let's let's keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. All right, so let's keep on y'all, keeping y'all on. Y'all should try. Show, you all should try the the Happy Hour Grand Luck someday. I'm I'm good. No, you got <laughs> no, no. You not no. Well, actually, Chris, you how know about what? Your, no, how I don't. Was, how was your week though, Chris? I'm. Just, Busy, busy work and kids and I don't even know what I did this week. Yeah, that's that's the that's how you know that you had a long week. Yeah, no, it's uh, like I'm right. I'm telling everybody right now, I'm multitasking right now while doing this podcast. I'm editing videos and doing this podcast right now. Luckily, things have to render, but uh, I think I'm one down. I just need to do three more, uh, and I'm going through about three hours worth of video footage to, to put together like a minute and a half uh, clip, which should be good. No, well, I mean, funny. multitasking isn't too bad with the podcast, like while recording, because like I've fallen asleep while recording, oh and I was still god. able to record. So, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I'm still a little bit under the weather too. So. Yeah. So I bear I, with me. I was able to book all my fast passes for Disney World this this week, Mark. Which I, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to be able to do that. But then we booked a Disney hotel. Where I will be sleeping Ooh, which one? at the Caribbean Beach Resort, and I'll be sleeping in a pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please have someone take a picture of you laying in that bed. Please. Well, then you can Photoshop me uh, cuddling with you. Nah, I don't know about that. Here, there's there's the bed, Chris, for reference. Hold on. <laughs> you guys should see this. It's like an actual pirate ship that he's sleeping in, for fit for like little kids. Oh it's my not, god! I mean, it's, it's a. Yeah, but it's the only room that they had left at a cheaper price. So they actually have like a little stuffed animal monkey on the bed too. Don't lie. It's really don't really make funny. stuff up. Don't make stuff up. I think it's really cool where the phone is. It's on top of a barrel. There's a, another barrel that houses the mini fridge, and then every place like where the draws, where your draws are, and everything, they're crates. So that's should, cool. You should ask every person that works there a pirate joke. Like, what's the favorite? What's a pirate's favorite uh, letter? R. No, you should definitely yeah, do it. It's actually C, but whatever. Because <laughs> <laughs> no? the, they sailed the seven seas. But yeah, so I, I wasn't expecting to be able to book my fast passes already. But 
I went in and booked them all, and I did Splash Mountain for the first time ever. Cause like, I don't, oh, Splash Mountain's my favorite ride. See, I, I've never been on it. I've always been like, I don't know if, I don't want to say like I've been afraid of it. I just don't like getting uh-huh. wet as much. Because <laughs> so, it's a log flume ride, so. Yeah, but you don't get that wet. Yeah, that's what Linick was telling me. And I was saying that, uh, I was just like, this might be my last time at Disney World for, I don't know how many years. Prior to last November, it was it was 2008. That I went, so I uh, I'm trying to like conquer every ride except for Rock and Roller Coaster. I will not go on that. I just can't stand. I I can't picture myself being patient enough to stand in line for such amount of time. I got you go, fast you go. passes. Yeah, did you not hear the first part? Too. Did you not hear the first part of the damn sentence? I got fast passes. I will not have if, to if wait. If you get online. fast passes, why doesn't everyone? They do. So then, how well, not, is this I mean, a not everybody gets them, but okay. Like, you know, how, okay, how so fast pass if everyone does this. I mean, they they're like set for different times. They sell out too, so you don't have to, and not sell out because you don't pay for them. But they they run out of fast passes as well. Like I don't know why everyone like right now this- right now you can't get on the Slinky Dog coaster unless like you're super lucky with a fast pass. No, you can't get a fast pass for the Slinky Dog coaster. Is what I meant. You can get on the Slinky Dog Coaster. You just have to wait a little bit. But Jared said that he was able to get into in and out of Toy Story Land the other day in under two hours. So that's wow. that's fine. I was able to get I was able to wow. get fast passes for two out of the three rides in Toy Story Land. Don't need to go on Toy Story Mania because I did it already. And then they have the alien flying saucer thing, which I know I'm going to regret going on. I guarantee you, I'm going to be so dizzy after that. But, but yeah, since 2000, uh, since November, I mean, I've been trying to like go on rides that I've never been on before, or, like try to like hype myself up to like not be scared of certain rides like Tower of Terror. Now I never not want to go on Tower of Terror. That's the best. I, Tower of Terror is great. I was, and if you I was at talking your phone, up, I, was, I was talking it up to Linux because he's never been on it. I'm like, dude, you have like you're going. You don't know the next time you're going to go to Disney World. Just like, what's Chris. the worst that's going to happen? Just Chris, what try. were you saying about if you look at your phone? If you look at your phone after you get off the Tower of Terror, the time zone changes. Really? No way. That was for my phone when I went on it. What but time I could zone? Be... Yeah, it was not in New York. I'll tell you That's that much. That's weird. That's weird. I, yeah. I, it must, I don't know. I, it definitely, I don't think it happened on my phone. <laughs> I'll have to, like, go and, like, look into that mm-hmm. with someone yeah. with a smartphone or something. But, like, Tower of Terror, Space Mountain, Test Track, I've always been like, I don't know if I should go on it, etc. So, nah. But, yeah, <laughs> so I'll conquer all that. And uh, speaking of conquering... Damn it! That was going to be my segue. <laughs> I was just waiting for the opening, and, okay, go for we it. We were almost certain last week that it was going to happen, but we were not able to 100% say it and confirm it. Now we can say... 100% with 100% certainty that Kane, Glenn Jacobs, is now mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. He went up to the stage and accepted in all his glory to the Slow Chemical theme song, one of the best theme songs in WWE history. So congratulations to Kane, and uh, I hope he does does work, son. Yeah, I think that it's pretty – it's always cool to see pro wrestlers conquering uh, the political field. 
it's always it's always in general it's always cool to see pro wrestlers con- like just um doing other stuff in the world and stuff and it's I just mean, cool because honestly fun. i don't think since jesse ventura we've had a pro wrestler I mean, we must have we must have had I don't, we must have had other people like, but like Jerry Lawler, he lost. Yeah, didn't Rhino run? lost. Yeah. Rhino can go live on his boat now. Yeah. Maybe he oh. lived on Dave, a boat before that too. Dave, did you know that Rhino lives on a boat? No. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Would, would you would you live on a boat? You could stop that. <laughs> would you live on a boat though? No. Nah. Never, would, you wouldn't go on like a never ending cruise. Nah. No. After a week, I was done. Oh. Yeah, it gets old. Yeah, Mr. Shrimp, Mr. Shrimp, and <laughs> and uh, oh, I can't forget. I can't. Wow, that joke name. was great. No, I was gonna say Mr. Shrimp and Mr. What is that? Oh, what? I keep like thinking of it, and then it keeps going away. What's the, the, the? It's like the pudding, but not. They have burnt sugar on top. Oh. Creme? Talking about Creme going brulee. away. Creme brulee, yeah. Alistair Black is going to be going away for a little bit. He Thanks, is he injured. Yeah, apparently he had groin a surgery. Key, yeah, groin surgery. Um, but on NXT, they played it off that he was knocked unconscious. Um, it is the main event takeover has been changed now. It's going to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano they actually, in a last minute standing match, Brandon. But first of all, they announced the match on NXT last night as. Tommaso Ciampa versus versus Alistair Black versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Which is like, okay, that's fine. And then they – I'm excited to see it. I'm happy with it, with whatever uh, we see. I, I am indifferent. I mean, I, I just – This has to be the end to it, though. This has to be the end yeah. of Johnny Gargano. You're going to have to have Johnny Gargano win the NXT title and the marks rejoice. And then the other half of the marks are like, oh, he's – Johnny Gargano's overrated. He's not overrated. Or, but, uh, listen, maybe, he's gonna have to happen. maybe Black isn't really injured. He's really injured. Maybe he isn't. Maybe he shows up at NXT TakeOver. I said that weird. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You maybe, did. Maybe he shows up then, and he gets added well, to the match. Talking about adding to the matches. Although, to I the don't match. know how you have a last man standing with three people. but No clue, but... Enough about three people. Let's talk about four people all in. They announced a bunch of matches this week. Four-way women's match. Madison Rain, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard are going to be swearing off. This going to be dope. Britt Baker, by the way, working a dark match for the Mae Young Classic, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They also announced how they're going to be viewing this. Uh, WGN will be playing All In Zero Hour, which will be the hour before the the pre-show. And then on the Fight app, you can watch all of All In, which is really cool. I'm excited about that. On the pre-show, they're going to have the Over the Budget Battle Royal, which is going to be the winner of that will face Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. On the main card, announced so far for the Battle Royal is Jordan Grace, Moose, Rocky Romero, Ethan Page, and Cole Cabana. So... Yeah, expect a a few more names to be added to that. Um, Invisible Man. You Also, they announced uh, the Briscoe Brothers taking on SoCal Uncensored. That should be cool. Yeah. 
big uh, six-man match. It's going to have Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito versus the Golden Elite, Matt, Nick Jackson, and Kota Ibushi. So you know Pentagon will be in some sort of high-profile match. You know, right? uh, he's I, I all right. He may, he may be uh, in the Battle Royal. Well, Unless he's added to a match. Speaking of high-profile matches, first uh, singles match for Stephen Amell. He'll be taking on Christopher Daniels. Yeah, it's a good way yeah, to protect I, him. Yeah, I think that's great. And then I don't know if we mentioned it, but the winner of the over-the-budget Battle Royal is going to take on Jay Lethal. Yep, for the it, of Honor. Nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other matches we've already discussed uh, on the show previously. But... This is really becoming something fun. Did you guys watch the? I don't want to say documentary, but I guess it was a mock doc uh, that that Cody Rhodes mock posted doc? on YouTube. Mock doc. Mock doc. Mock doc. <laughs> mock doc. Yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. Just covering about the uh, creativity of it and everything that went behind it, how it got started. I'm excited for this. Are you guys? I'm excited to it. Unfortunately, it's on a Saturday, so I won't be able to watch. But I'll definitely okay. DVR the the free part. It's on the. Oh yeah, yeah, you would. But I'll, <laughs> I'll find I'll find a, a way to watch it at some point. Yeah, I may have I may have to swing over and uh, we'll have to enjoy this. So just, yeah, just that's not gonna be live. Cool. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Maria Canellis injured her wrist down at the Performance Center, so I guess she's not, or nor was she ever going to be announced for the Mayon Classic. Yeah, yeah, very unfortunate that she did get injured. Uh, At least it's not like a big injury, though. It's only, I think, like a few weeks out that she'll be. I mean, I don't think it changes anything, as she's been off TV for months. Well, she had a kid. Yeah. Yeah, well... Talking about being off TV, CM Punk's been off TV for a very long time. And now Colt Cabana is suing CM Punk over legal fees. Yeah, apparently CM Punk... Allegedly. Uh, yeah, well, apparently, alle- apparently, allegedly CM Punk had said that he was going to cover all costs for that, uh, that trial and everything. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't? Yeah, very. I mean, it's a he says, she says stuff, and it, it's really a sticky situation that they got going on in Chicago. Yeah, so we'll see. I think he's suing him for half the legal fees and then a million dollars for. What did I read? I didn't read anything. I didn't Jesus do Christ, I don't know. Those birds are active, huh? <laughs> yeah, they're really annoying. I have to turn off all the lights in my house. Crispy wear over there. Yeah, right. Crispy wear. <laughs> I'll get inducted to the Hall of Fame next. <laughs> yeah, well, you deserve it just as much as he did. Yeah. That's for sure. Hey, man. Um, hold on. I'm looking up the notes. He's got um. He wants half of the legal fees. He spent $513,736,000 on the lawsuit. and that, So he's asking for two, $200,000 in general damages and then a million in punitive ex, exemplary damages. Jeez. That's awful. Yeah. And, and they, were, they were like great friends too. It's just like... Is this a money? Look, I mean... What we've heard, look what happened with Corey Graves and Corey Graves and what? Punk. I don't know what I, I, happened. With yeah, that. what happened with them? Is it not Corey Graves and Punk? Did I just mess no. it up? I don't know. Who was it? Who was what? 
Now I'm confused. Now I don't know if it's Corey Graves and CM Punk. I don't know what you're talking about. Come back to the planet, Brannett. Wow. Brannett? I can't even speak. I think I'm on the wrong planet. Yeah, CM but... Punk and Corey Graves. Where Corey Graves and yeah. CM Punk were like best friends and then all of a sudden they're not or something? No clue. Where, like Corey, where CM Punk was in the delivery room, I think. Is that not a thing? What? That never happened? You, uh, I, have, I don't know what you're talking about, Brandon. I don't know. I, I think Brandon needs to, to take talk, a break. Yeah, and go, talk, go back to talking about Disney, please. Yeah, but let's take a break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Hello, wrestling fans. Yakko Warner here. I gotta tell you something. I am a wrestling fan, too. And the only thing I ever listen to in the water tower is Marking Out. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 392. After that little break, I think it's time to talk about some sports entertainment and some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Now, is that the intro or cramps? No, that <laughs> crabs. Crabs? How there, do you there's, get? How there's do you get an all-you-can-eat seafood gimmick at, at Disney World too. That's two. What? That I, I said that word twice. Yeah, twice. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll be. Yeah, let's not talk about Disney. Let's talk about the Open Monday Night Raw. How about Speaking that? Speaking of Disney, Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin opened up Monday Night Raw. Oh my God! I see the I see the correlation. Only with- to be cut off by Roman Reigns, and having Roman Reigns call out Baron Corbin for not doing anything last week when Kurt Angle was getting hurt by Brock Lesnar. Messed up. Which, like, realistically, Kurt Angle should have like suspended Brock Lesnar, should have stripped him of the title. Etc. Etc. But I guess for storyline purposes, that's not going to happen. But yeah, no. But it, it made total sense when they suspended Ronda Rousey for right. something similar so a few weeks in, ago. In all hopes from this everything, from stemming from that F five last night, I just kind. I don't know if you guys will want to see it. You um, guys, WrestleMania thirty five, Brock Lesnar as champion versus Kurt Angle. For the Universal Championship, maybe Kurt Angle wins the championship, and then I am Braun Strowman to, cashes in. I am going to opt out of your storyline. I appreciate your pitching, but I am opting out. No, I'm not in. Sorry, <laughs> not gonna not gonna catch that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, what about I'm you, out. Chris? Do you would you want? I mean, but, okay, take away the the whole title. Then would you want to see Lesnar versus Angle or no? No, I don't want to see Brock Lesnar anymore. I'm done with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate you repitching this, and I'm sorry, but I, I'm not going to give you anything towards this. So no. Angle ends the segment by saying uh, he hopes Roman Reigns wins the championship at SummerSlam. Constable Corbin's like rude, and then he gets put in a match, which was I the guess very Roman first Reigns. match. Yeah, Roman Reigns picks up that victory there, which it's like, dude, I. Yo, how about that deep six, though? Dude, I love that deep deep six. I that think that he's doing awesome. such a good job with that. I I actually like the fact that right at the start of the match, you have that Superman punch marked out for that. Right, huh? I marked out for that. Thought it was gonna be <laughs> yeah. the end. Thought it was gonna be literally one, two, three, and then it went exactly. on for twenty more minutes. Exactly. You, I mean, once you see that Superman punch, we've seen it many, many times before. Where match starts, Superman punch, end of the match. 
he does that in the match, and Baron Corbin does kick out of that Superman punch. Right? I, I loved it. Completely unnecessary. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't think it needed to be a twenty-minute match. I, I was so happy that we were about to see the end in literally like two seconds. But... I disagree with you. I think that it it wasn't necessary, but I think it did add to the match because stemming into this with how Baron Corbin had that cheap shot on uh, Roman Reigns the week before, now Roman Reigns got a cheap shot on Baron Corbin. But it wasn't and really now... a cheap shot. The match well, started. I mean, like previously, he had that cheap shot. Oh, that was backstage later on. I think. But, I, the whole thing is, to me, you're supposed to like, you're supposed to be building up Roman Reigns as a beast again to face the Beast incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Well, he's also facing Baron Corbin in a side feud until because he can't yeah, but, do, but he could only is, do so, yeah. he could only do so much with Lesnar who's not there. But you like at this point in Constable Corbin's career, he doesn't need to pick up victories and stuff like he's he's just like a floating gimmick right now exactly right. that's that's why so, he's perfect for this role but that's, no, but that, that was a literal one <laughs> yeah that's why yeah that, that works but you can still count it as three but i that's why i don't think the match should have been that long and i i, I thought it, it would have been perfectly fine for it to go to end right there and to top I, it off the match would like baron corbin was trying to escape he, he had finn balor come out well, like, why no. does why do you have Finn Balor come out and then have like, oh, Roman Reigns can't win a match without Finn Balor? What is that? No, well, you were well, no. It's because well. Baron Corbin's Baron Corbin's also going alongside yeah. with Finn Balor with the little man versus the big man Except and everything like that. They're Roman cute. Reigns couldn't do it. Uh, Roman Reigns couldn't win that match on Monday Night Raw without Baron Corbin. I mean, without oh, Roman Reigns. I mean, without damn it. it, without you were, you Finn were creating, Balor. You were trying to create storylines. No, it's not. With it's not creating storylines. Story they're not, not doing their job. They're not doing their job. They're not doing their job. Storyline. Not accepting the storyline. Well, talking about. Something you're being very rude. So how about that? No, you're being I'm rude. I'm not being rude, and I think you're going to be rude about this next segment. Uh huh. Tell me about it then. Bobby uh-huh. rude defeated Mojo Rawley. All right. All right. I don't and see I Mojo Rawley on my TV anymore. Sorry. Here's the thing, though. Fan. Here's the thing. Yeah, same. As much as this feud like makes no sense, it's something that keeps these guys on TV. But more importantly, if someone like Zack Ryder or Kurt Hawkins stepped up randomly out of nowhere and and was in this position, we'd be fully behind that. Right? What position? Where, like, Mojo Rowley literally came out of nowhere and, like, all of a sudden they're building him up. And, uh... and people are like, oh, I don't want to see Mojo. I don't want to see Mojo. And then, but if it was, I'm saying, like, if Zack Ryder was in that situation or Kurt Hawkins or whatever, I think we'd be 100% behind something like that. Of course. I'm just not a fan of Mojo. Well, maybe there's somewhere else out there in wherever Mojo is from saying this like, oh, I'm so happy to be seeing Mojo on TV. Um, Someone who I am happy about seeing on TV is Elias. It's really cool seeing him backstage with his his crew members. (laughs) Yeah, then in the ring he has his performance with his crew. I like like this. This adds depth to his character. Mm-hmm. Saying as how the documentary, you know, didn't work, wasn't good for him, and it, I thought it worked well. I, I liked how he played into the crowd, well, played off of the crowd too, saying 
that they could always edit out the crowd using a, uh, <laughs> the graphics and whatever because that's Bam Rustown. <laughs> that was hilarious. Which you, I don't think you would have gotten the crowd in there anyway because we were seeing a, through we were seeing the crowd through a camera and the crowd was not there. Yeah, they were darkened out by the light. That's yeah. I was a big fan, but not a big fan of Lashley interfering once again. Well, well, he Le- knocked he knocked Bobby Lashley down. Yeah, but then Lashley going over. I mean, which I don't. Like, and, and I also thought it was kind of funny where he he had Elias's film crew like filming him doing things to Elias. Yeah, I was surprised that the crew didn't try to stop it or attack him. Yeah, but it's like it's it's just. They're not. There's no story with Bobby Lashley. It's like I used to be in no. WWE. Now I was in TNA. Then I'm back in WWE. Yeah, there's, there's he's nothing, just. There's nothing to that. Nope. I I agree. Well, something with nothing to it. Rizar picked up the victory over Titus O'Neil. Why do you pronounce um, their name so I weird? Can't, Rizar. I can't help but think of the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles Two Secret of the Ooze. Whenever I hear Rizar, I was thinking that too. Yeah, because it was Toka and Razor. Razor was yeah. the snapping turtle. Dude, yeah. I don't know if this is going to make much sense, but I, I, I almost feel like parts of this match, Titus O'Neil was working like a cruiserweight. <laughs> hey, I like, I, I can't like. I, there's no other way for me to say that, but it's like in my head, I'm just like, like, because he did like the whole like the 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 float over type of thing or the jump over. I don't know how you would say it. The push back off the the turnbuckle. Big men do it all the time, but. Yeah, not like yeah, not, I, I, he's just really tall. So Titus O'Neil is long overdue for a singles title, and Titus O'Neil is an amazing human being. One hundred percent. I mean, for a long time, even when he was with the primetime players, he deserved to have some sort of a title. Yeah, yeah. The, they, well, yeah, they should they should have had the tasting titles. Well, they, they did, point. but but he deserved. But I think solo wise, he does so much, and he's. We always talk, even with his segment with Michael Stream so long ago. Titus I don't even remember that. Wow. It took yeah, place Titus, at Barclays Center. Yeah, but Titus oh, O'Neill has been proven Barclays Center. Titus O'Neil has been proving himself on the mic, in the ring, and outside of the ring with all of the charities that he's been doing. He's a big and asset company. He totally is. And they got to pull the trigger. But, so Acom yeah. distracted Titus. Yeah. And that's how Razor won. Yeah. Up next, we had the returning Kevin Owens show with Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh, which ended with the stage moving, and then eventually Braun Strowman flipped the stage. Yeah, yeah. so you could do that. I, do you think he had a... Who? <laughs> Strowman? No, because he's a strong man. <laughs> I thought it was... Uh fun and everything like that it led into the next match where Jinder Mahal picked up the victory over Braun by DQ yeah. because Braun got distracted with Owens with the briefcase and he ended up turning around with the briefcase and hitting Mahal with the briefcase causing the DQ yeah and, and it goes back to what Kevin Owens said that they he's going to make Braun Strowman's life a living heck yeah so. and, and also it goes back to that entire storyline with last week that no matter if Braun loses whether it's countout, DQ. Last week was a countout. This week, DQ. No matter what the circumstance is, if Braun loses, he loses that briefcase. So once again, we're playing up that briefcase that Braun yeah, well, does. Braun can lose it. He also almost lost this match on Monday Night Raw via countout. Yeah. 
That's for sure. Uh, up next, uh, earlier in the night, Kurt Angle had told Seth Rollins that he's going to be getting a tag team match against Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. He just needed to find a partner. To which uh, Tyler Breeze tried to step up. I would have been fine with that. I would have been fine with that too. The CrossFit Breezes. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah. That's this is awesome. I can't wait to see Tyler Breeze wrestling on Monday Night Raw. And then Roman Reigns is like, nope. Not going to happen. I'm going to have your back. We're going to be tag team partners as always. And then later on in the night from that, Constable Corbin comes over and he goes, hey, guess what? No. You don't get to tag team with him. Executive order from uh, Stephanie. And I was like, hell yeah, bring back Breeze. I was like, put on, put in Zack Ryder, put in Mike Kanellis. Anybody. <laughs> Apparently they've been crushing it on uh, main Dude, event. With co- hell yes. Hell yes. Zack Ryder and Mike Kanellis have been killing it on main event. Why, did you get Hulu just for that? No, but I've been seeing clips of it. Yeah, I'll have to go watch those after. Uh, they look awesome. Those matches look awesome. Dude, it, it actually reminds me of, like, main event and, um, oh, what's like, Saturday Morning Slam. <laughs> remember, like, Saturday dude, Morning Slam? Well, remember how good those matches used to be? Nah. With, like, Kid and all of them? So, that's Oh, yeah, like, Kid and Cesaro had, like, a... No, it was yeah. Kid and Hawkins? I a, just a bunch of them, I don't know. And then, what was the other main event? Oh, Superstars. They used to have, like, mad good matches on it, and no one would ever see the them. The Trent Hawkins, like, trio of matches that happened? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So, anyway. So, nobody ends up stepping up. I thought it was super weird earlier in the night. Michael Cole goes, well, we know who won't be Seth Rollins' tag team partner. That is Dean Ambrose, because he's out with an injury. Like, for the first time in, like, a year, Dean Ambrose gets brought up on Monday Night Raw randomly. What was his original like? Why is he out to begin with? Dean Ambrose. Was yeah. Shoulder. Tricep. Oh, tricep. Tree, torn tricep. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so the match took place. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre picked up the victory. Yeah, really, not not that much else happened from this. Yeah, it was. I just I don't get why they brought up Dean Ambrose. That was so weird. Because he's gonna come back soon. But That's even why. still, it's they like, they, they want to get they want to get Dean Ambrose back in people's heads because you know if you're not on he hasn't been on TV for almost a year, yeah. so it's like you know, oof. sorry, stretching my I need a new computer seat. This one's like the, the cushion's not comfortable. And sit on it too much, dude. You know I what? Sp- you know what I think we need to get is those. You know they have like those gaming chairs. No, I want to get one of those Bosu bowl chairs. Oh yeah, I, I think I, I, I don't think you should get that. Why? Because you do editing. You're going to be on your chair a lot. Yeah. I don't think you could sit on a bouncing ball and edit videos. It promotes promotes great uh, posture. Yeah, but how great can that be to sit on there for like seven hours on your for your back? Actually, actually better because it's promoting promoting uh, abdominal core, promoting your back extensors. I mean, thanks, thanks, Doctor Dave. Yeah, no problem. I think that sitting on a BOSU ball is actually a great idea. I disagree. Yeah. I, I used to actually, up in school, I used to have a huge Thera ball that I would sit on to study. Sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had the B team and the Revival go to no contest. because all, you had... I, want, I want the B team's new theme song on iTunes, like, now. 
It was like some sort of like high school cheer song. <laughs> okay. I almost said the G word. Again. Yeah. Brandon cut me off again. Yes. No, because <laughs> you were going right into the, the ending. Yeah. I'm at the, I'm at the beginning of the match. We could go to the end, though. Yeah. Or yeah, wherever you awesome. want. I marked out for the ending. You would. You mark. You didn't mark out for it? No, not really. The lights go out, and instead of having, uh, was it, Wilder and um, and Curtis Axel on the, the ring apron reaching for their tag team partners is Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt. I thought that was awesome. And then they both got into the ring and, and beat up uh, Dawson and, and Bo Dallas. I thought that was an awesome segment. I marked out big time for that. Good, Brandon. Yeah. 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 Up next was Paul Heyman being interviewed by Renee Young. And this man deserves an Emmy and Oscar, a People's Choice Awards, everything for this. Like, this might have been, like, the best Paul Heyman thing we've seen in years. I thought this was yeah. very well done. He was crying the whole time. He was like, oh, it's a, it's a real personal matter. And then he ends it, I still consider Brock a friend. I, I thought it was really well done. I agree. And I think I really like this new this side of Paul Heyman that we haven't seen and that so we're not we, used to. What do we think of this? Paul Heyman comes out during this match between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and sides with Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns becomes a Paul Heyman guy. We see the nuclear heat that Brock Lesnar gets because, for, for Paul Heyman. Do you think Paul Heyman can help Roman Reigns and they just completely turn Roman Reigns into a, a complete heel? The problem is Paul Heyman's too much of a – I don't know. I feel like Heyman gets cheered too much. Well, if he's, No, I don't think he gets cheered. He gets catchphrased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His, his new client, Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns comes out. Yeah. That's true. But, all yeah, right, no, good segment. Bravo. Yeah, no, I, I love this. I thought this was great. Um, it adds layers. It adds a dynamic to the this mat, the main event of SummerSlam. What I, I would, it, is it making me want to watch the main events just a little bit more? Yes, it is. Because you want to see, you, you want to see the Paul Heyman X Factor now in this. And are we going to miss the first hour and a half of SummerSlam? Yes, me and Dave are. And that's okay because we have the WWE Network for $9.99 a month. Why? What's the first hour? <laughs> We're, me and Dave are going to go do an escape room. Oh, so uh, edgy. Yeah. You guys are so uh, cool. I'll be honest. I didn't, I, didn't even, cool. I, I didn't even realize that that was that night. But on the other hand, that wouldn't even make a difference anyways. <laughs> Uh, even well, the, the 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 problem is now that they start them at seven o'clock. So yeah. Hopefully, we can break out of our escape room in a half an hour. But yeah. anyway, next up, you have women's women's action, women's tag team action, as the Riot Squad defeats the team best friends of Sasha Banks and Bailey with the help of Ruby Riot returning. Yeah, the Boston Hug Connection, who have a T-shirt already on www.shop.com. That'll be gone in a week because they're going to fight each other at SummerSlam. I don't know about that. But I thought I liked this match. I thought it was good. Um, I liked Ruby Riot coming back. It, yeah. 
you, you, you can establish you can now establish the riot squad as your major heels in the women's division on Monday Night Raw, which I'm I'm a fan of. It's like you didn't know who uh, who pushed Liv Mo- or who pulled Liv Morgan out of the way of Bailey. I, I like that. Yeah, I really like that. She, yeah, she took off the hood and the un- unmasked. I guess you would say she goes. It was me, Austin. Basically, yeah. yeah. And then and then Banks went to go after Ruby Riot and then got rolled up. Sarah Logan pinned her. I thought it was really good, and I'm really happy that Riot Squad picked up the victory. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, mean, I think I feel like we've talked about it several times on the show about Riot Squad being kind of depressive that Riot Squad you know, losing, you know, those times they lost Amber Moon and stuff like that. So I kind yeah, of, I, I guess that, I, I guess with those, I guess with all those losses, it does end up paying off with this, this victory where Ruby Riot makes her return and they finally get that victory. So it does, this is the payoff for that. I kind of miss them doing like those backstage segments with like the, the male superstars. Oh, you'll see, you'll see more. Yeah. I think that they'll go back to it. So, uh, kind of weird, uh, back-to-back women's matches, but I, I guess they're like, I guess they need to to push Evolution. Uh, Ronda yeah. Rousey had her first singles match on Monday Night Raw and defeated Alicia Fox. Not, uh, not terrible. Not no, bad. it wasn't terrible, and that's that's the thing about Ronda Rousey is everyone's like, oh yeah, she's not going to do it one time. She did it at WrestleMania, then she did it with again. And then now she did it on Monday Night Raw again. And her and Alexa Bliss are going to put on, on a real fun match at SummerSlam. And I'll be excited about it. Yeah. I Bliss, agree. Bliss tried to attack her. And uh, Rousey flipped her. And then yeah, she basically geez. she basically said that Brock Lesnar line. She's like, I'll see you at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that Rousey. Like, it looked like she nearly ripped Alicia Fox's arm out of her socket when she was uh, t- judo tossing her around. I saw on Twitter, or I saw somewhere, that somebody was talking about how Alicia Fox worked with all the girls in Tough Enough. So maybe yeah. that's why they gave her the rub to work with Ronda Rousey on Monday Raw. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we we mentioned it last week on the podcast, not about the Tough Enough, but about the veteranship that Alicia Fox does have. And if you think about it, Alicia Fox is a goat. She's been with the company for te- over 10 years. Straight yeah. She has been from Total Divas to Tough Enough to you name it. She's been in some sort of a spot. She's been in every spotlight that they can possibly have. Um, and I think she deserves it. She has deserves it. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, I mean, Brandon used to hate her. I, do you still? There are I mean, still points where, like, I see her wrestling. I'm like, oh, that wasn't, that didn't look good. But, I I still I just you just but have that, to but give then credit. She does those those like long, modified abdominal stretches and it's like oh that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then just the longevity of her career there, it's commendable, you know. Same thing with Natty. Mm-hmm. You hate her. No, but I agree with you. I do commend and I I do commend and respect that longevity with the company. They have a uh, a new Ronda Rousey shirt out uh, because they have like I think it was like fifteen or sixteen Ronda Rousey t shirts on WWE Shop already. Jesus! If this shirt came in my size, I think I would order it. If it didn't say judo on the stoop on the letters on the letters, why is there necessary to have judo written across? Where? If you click on the actual image, on one character it says J U, and then on the other character it says D O. 
Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I feel like that completely ruins, like, that, like, takes away from the coolness of, like, the the letters. Of it being in different language. I think you're still cool, Brandon. You think I'm cool? Aww. Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. That, I've never I'm heard cool. Chris, Chris has never words. said something nice so cool. about you on the podcast before. Oh, my God. Speaking I have of... to be nice. I have to be nice to him because he got my. We'll talk about it in the Mark Emma of the Week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark. So. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> you disgust me. <laughs> uh, SmackDown. Randy Orton kicked open the show. And it's literally as if I was watching Dolph Ziggler's gimmick from a few months ago, except Randy Orton has his music. And uh, there was no real follow through with. Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to end your favorite superstars. And then he does the whole crowd control thing where he goes, the only thing you need to worry about are three letters, R, K, and then the whole fans eat it up. They're like, oh, and he just drops the microphone. Screw you. No lie, I would do that. You don't get to hear me say, oh. Yeah, because you're a I would do it. I am. You don't deserve to be called a Muppet. You're a Muppet, Dave. No, he doesn't get, he doesn't deserve to be called a Muppet. That's weird. (laughs) A little weird. We both went You're there. Muppet. Are you a man or a Muppet? Did you even see <laughs> the movie. film? Did you see it film? Did you see the film, David? No. The film? I've yeah. seen it. I've seen it. You. I've seen many things, and something that I did see, too, was Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair backstage. <laughs> awkward! A little awkward tension about heading into that triple threat match. Yeah, and but they, 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 did, they did make fun of the Boston Hug connection, or whatever it's called. They did. They did. A Mark and Mark connection. Yeah, that's for sure. But this led into the match against the Iconics where they picked up the victory. The Iconics. With Carmella on commentary. Yeah, Carmella on commentary. Iconics cutting their pre-match promo, which was was great. The crowd... Once again, the puppets fell right into the Iconics. But not not even being puppets, though. They were chanting, this is boring. That I did not like but at they all. Were, but no, dude, they were chanting, this is boring, and the Iconics reacted to it perfectly. They stopped I, and made it, they made the crowd wait. They made him wait for even more stuff. I agree, and they kept on prolonging it. Yeah, that's a roti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're a roti. No, I'm not roasted. <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like you're going to have the same problem with me as, with uh, here, Dave, is the fact that Becky Lynch... Kind of in Charlotte's shadow here. Uh, I know. And she didn't even get the pinfall. Mm-hmm. Or the, the mm-hmm. submission victory win. Yeah, well, no, I, feel, no I, I agree with you, too, even though he didn't ask me, Brandon. Well, um, I think I was I was saying Dave more so because I saw Dave tweet well, go, about go, it. Going into SummerSlam, you should have given Becky Lynch the win here. Man, I, well, we'll see what, of, what happens next hold, week, maybe. Hold, hold, hold on. I kind of... Agree to disagree did right now. Did you just flip flop? Did you just flip flop, Dave? No, no, I did not flip flop. But I understand with Charlotte picking up the victory here, because it keeps on building and building and building that Becky Lynch anger, and I feel like it's gonna it's gonna explode on that triple threat match. You mean where? Explode? Yeah, they may. Yeah, but they may. Nice. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but I feel like they're gonna team up at first, and then after a little bit. Becky Lynch is going to take that first shot on Charlotte. I thought you were saying that Becky would be the the face. And Charlotte Becky. would be heel. 
I don't remember what I said, but I feel like, yeah, Charlotte as the heel. Yeah. No, I just said, yeah, but what you just said means Becky would be heel. No, 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 no. That wouldn't be a heel tactic yes, in it my is. mind. A hundred percent. She if she turns on her best friend. Dude, she's in her shadow forever. Yeah, but how if you, she, how if you still have but you're you're portraying them as like Owen best Hart, friends or whatever, Owen, and then Becky turns Hart, Becky smacks Owen Hart, No, was Owen Hart the heel versus Brett? No. He was the baby face and Brett oh, was What a great ma- what a great match. The Steel Cage from SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually the only, probably one of the few like little kids watching that, cheering on Owen Hart. I was so torn in that. Feud. Oh, such! A, I was, I was a huge Bret the Hitman Hart. Mark. I mean, I was a huge Bret Hart Mark, but what like are you I felt about? so. That I means felt so bad for Owen. I felt so bad. I'm like, he's the little brother that's in the shadow. I feel so bad for him. You literally just proved my point. No, Owen Hart was healed there. Yeah, I know. But something else that I know is with that New Day segment backstage was hilarious. Spectacular. Yeah. What was, was his name? Kofi as Creamy Creamer King? Yes. Yeah. Creamer yeah. King. Yeah. All of a and sudden then he, he tra- and changes out of his suit, comes back, and uh, breaks out a wig. <laughs> yeah. And then he even hit that, yeah, at the end of there. I like. So, the, I think it was Renee Young who originally was interviewing them, who was just hysterically laughing after it. Yeah, I thought. It was, I hope it's not the last time that we see Kramer King do an interview. It might I be. hope not either. Yeah, yeah I think but we're good. This led into the next promo of AJ Styles cutting it on fatherhood and Samoa Joe, and I didn't care for it. No. Like they're they're trying it. to make it super personal, but it's just not. It's like falling flat. They're like, oh, yeah. our kids play together, blah blah blah. So in some sense, I don't see. I still, I'm still like solid that they didn't have enough time to build this feud up. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think just the involvement of Joe dulls it for me, but. Yeah, but sometimes let's, let's, his promos let's see are how the, good. Yeah, but let's see how the match is. Maybe the match will sw- switch me over. But Maybe they we'll could see. add two more sides to the ring for their match or something. Whoa! <laughs> Crazy! <laughs> yeah. Imagine they so, really did that. No. No, I can't. I said imagine. No, I and that, so I will change my wording and say, no, I won't. Damn you. Yes, yes, yes. Damn you all to hell. Well, next up you had Zelina Vega picking up the victory over Lana before the match. English apologizing to Lana and Rusev, and they accepted it. But Rusev said that English probably is best off staying backstage for this. And hopefully he understands that. So the match takes place, and English, he bum rushes the ring. Spears Almas, but ends up knocking Lana off the top rope and then co- costing her the match. Should that should that not have been a disqualification on the part of Almas for knocking off Lana? No, not at all. How he not? On he bench, pushed on Lana bench. off the top rope. No, no. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh. Uh, uh, I wish I could. Uh, uh, gurgle, gurgle. No, you don't know that. 
Tim, Tim Allen. Tim, Tim, Tim Allen, yes. Yeah. From. Uh, uh-huh. Wait, dude, do not do not remember we did that episode like the intro where it was just Dave going back and forth with the Tim Allen grunt. I don't remember. Yeah, I was just listening to it I think yesterday. Yeah, this was, must have been before I came back. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> So, so they had a backstage segment after this with uh, R-Truth. Well, Shinsuke Nakamura was getting interviewed. And Ty Dillinger and R-Truth showed up. And Truth goes, I want a match with you against SummerSlam. Right after Shinsuke Nakamura like, accepted Jeff Hardy's SummerSlam? challenge. What? With you against SummerSlam? Is that what I said? Yeah, with you against SummerSlam. That's what you yeah. said. Well... He wants a match against him at SummerSlam for the United States Championship, even though Shinsuke Nakamura just accepted Jeff Hardy's challenge, basically. And... I, I love the fact that he first challenged Carmella to a match. No, I, yeah, he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win my opportunity to face you for the United States Championship by pinning Carmella. It's, it sucks that he's not used more. I think he's like, he's really good. Our truth Yeah. And he's like fifty years old. Well, <laughs> dude, if this match, if this match, to, well, then this, I guess, this sets up a match between Nakamura and r Truth. Obviously, Nakamura picks up the victory. But if this match took place in TNA, r Truth would have been champion, and Nakamura would have been the one that lost. Yeah, I saw your tweet, and I, I agree with you. Well, I mean, this, Nakamura, like, it was fun. It's fun to watch that. I agree with you. I agree, I agree with, with you. you, pal. I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. This episode, Jeez. man. So Miz up next Miz up next gave gave an interview. Okay, relax. Live on the set of Miz and Mrs. again. This is awesome. Because we were yeah. there? No, I'm just kidding. We weren't there. No, we weren't. We've Actually, been we... we've been live on the set of ZTLIS before. Yeah, but this 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 whole uh, if there's one match that I'm really looking forward to picture at SummerSlam, what yeah, I said, picture of the week tie-in. <laughs> yeah, I've already said that, Lawrence. Oh, did you? I don't yeah, I didn't hear it. He doesn't listen to anybody, folks. I listen. He I hear, listens. To I himself. hear. I literally hear David talking right now. Yeah, sure. Anyway, no. If there's one match at SummerSlam that I'm really looking forward to, it's this match. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is going to be a hard-hitting. I'm hoping they make it some sort of gimmick match, like uh, no DQ or no count-out or something like that. Daniel Bryan does flying headbutts from the inside of the ring to the, through the table. Skull-crushing finales off the Empire State Building. You know, stuff like that. That's what I'm looking forward to in this what, match. What, happens, what happens when <laughs> the match just doesn't happen, though? It's because Daniel Bryan gets taken out before the match by The Miz. And it gets pushed for months to WrestleMania 35. Stop it. It's not going to happen that way. I don't know. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah. So, this was basically it was Miz uh, accepting Daniel Bryan's offer, his challenge, saying that Daniel Bryan needs him more than Miz needs him. And then Daniel Bryan came out of nowhere on the set of Miz and Mrs. How did he get there? And attack The Miz. Literally, though, anywhere The Miz is could potentially be the set of Miz and Mrs. Are you trying to tell me that The Miz was backstage? I'm not saying that, but 
anywhere the Miz is, and they're filming for the television show, is the set of Miz and Mrs. Mm. So Daniel Bryan attacks Miz. Miz gets out of it and smashes a flower vase, vase. I don't know how you guys pronounce it. Uh, he, went all, he went caramel, all right on that caramel, one. Caramel, <laughs> right over Daniel Bryan's head, knocks him out. Yeah, I again adding more fuel to the fire to a awesome. It's gonna be, what's going to be an awesome match. Or, Daniel Bryan was or crazy next, heated after this. Next week they say, "Oh, by the way, Daniel Bryan's head not cleared. Can't wrestle." No, no. Daniel Bryan was heated after this and still continued to do that chase. Yeah, but doesn't mean anything. Doctors won't clear him. You never that's, know. That's that's maybe that's the smart, match actually. happens. Maybe the match does happen. I think I said that twice. You did. Well, I think you did too. But uh, next up, go on. Well, talking about a match, non-title match, Shinsuke Nakamura picked up the victory over our truth. What? Um, where are expected? You? We already we already spoke about this match. Oh, well, then you went out of order for me. But next up, you had the Bludgeon Brothers pick up the victory over 3SK. Eleki, Julio Rivera, a.k.a. Vertigo on the indie scene, and Pavel Kozlov. So these guys aren't tag teams normally, right? I think they are. Uh, 3SK on oh, the indies. So do they there, actually it, go as 3SK? I believe so. I oh. believe so. I know Vertigo, Vertigo wrestlers, is, I think they all wrestle in Florida. Um, I know well, they, they were, were in Florida, they were so. in Orlando. Yeah, like I know Vertigo wrestles at like the uh, wrestling capital of the world. Yeah, wrestler capital of the world. I so. thought that was gonna be like a little rib on Undertaker and uh, Godfather and all them. Why? No, that's their. That's how they are. Because well, no, because the the BSK because they were all like tatted up and stuff. The backseat, the back, the backseat. Oh, the, the Bone Street crew. Or yeah, yeah, whatever it was. I didn't. So. It was funny. It. it looked that one dude looked like he was cosplaying as Taz. They even called him Taz Junior. Yeah, like that's actually that's one of the things. Like, well, not that wasn't, but with Vertigo, one of the things that really attracted me to just like I like visually just having that pure white, white beard. Beard, yeah, really They're stands gonna, out. He's gonna get signed. They're gonna make him the next Mordecai. Just watch. <laughs> I was just thinking Mordecai too. Yeah. <laughs> Really I, didn't re- I didn't realize that like he was supposed to have like this huge run, Mordecai, with Taker, and with Taker, and then he got into like some legal trouble, and then they just put didn't give him the push. That that would have been so cool Nelson. too, and like I really liked his gimmick and stuff. Man, remember those things, <laughs> Bush Nelsons? I missed those. Yeah, dude, it's funny because yeah. I was watching Impact. I think it was from last week, and Kevin does like a, a Nelson sort of like drop down finisher. Be, I wonder if it's called the wizard wizard's plunge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, next up, you had the finals of the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Number One Contendership Tournament. The New Day picked up the victory over the Bar, uh, Biggie and Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods at ringside. Awesome match. Kind of yeah, no, it was a lot of fun, but yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome match. I really like Kofi Kingston's uh, tornado DDT off the barricade, and then oh, even, yeah, it was real cool, right? That was a really cool spot, and then even the finish where Cesaro was had the lacrosse face locked in. He rolled the through, got him face. back. Huh? Did you say lacrosse face? No, no, the cross face. He had him locked in, and then he had to roll him back to the center of the ring. Had it locked in. Biggie continues to stand up while he's in the cross face and midnight hour. It was perfect. 
Yeah, I'm, it was I good. just, I just, like, I get it that it's like SummerSlam New Day is like Uber face. So like maybe that I, I don't know. I was just I hoping for I, the bar. I I agree with you. I wanted the bar too, but either way, I I'm cool with it because both tag teams I really do love. Uh, yeah. I really think that they're both great. Like I just want. It sucks because like New Day's like kind of sat on the the sidelines doing not much, uh, while still doing stuff. But the bar has been off TV for what seems like months. Since they came to SmackDown, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I was hoping with like, oh, by the way, we're back. I thought it was going to like push them straight to SummerSlam. Maybe yeah. they don't want Cesaro booked for SummerSlam because last year he owned the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Ripped up, the, <laughs> ripped up the beach ball. Rightfully yeah, so. I, 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 don't, I don't really – I don't know. I don't understand the thought process with the booking of the finish, like with who was going to go over. But like I said, either way, I am fine with New Day going in there, and I'm fine with the bar going in there, and I think that we're gonna have a good match out of it. Yeah, and Rowan, Rowan and Harper are fantastic. Harper, yeah, and I Jack like when they do those tag moves to each other. Yeah, and Harper looks great. He does. He, does. he really has slimmed down a ton compared to when he first came into do, the WWE. Do you mean, do you mean Rowan? No, Harper. Harper looks great. Yeah, no, he's, uh, yeah, no, I agree. I'm yeah. Um, so we will see what happens with that at SummerSlam. At SummerFest. So yeah. Shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. That's right, it is shameless plugs. Go check out Coast to Coast. They are going overseas in October and November. And that is right in... They're going to be also in Germany. So they're looking for bookings in Germany. October, November It is Shaheem Ali and LSG. Make sure that you, if you're interested, book them at bookcoast2coast at gmail.com. Go follow them on Twitter at AbsoluteAli85, at Leon St. Giovanni, and at Coast2Coast, Ring of Honor, well, at Coast2Coast, R-O-H. And like I said, they're an awesome, excellent tag team. Going overseas, so if you do have the chance to see them, go see them. And if you're a promoter, definitely book them. Also, check out Crash Transit. Uh, it is a local band from Long Island. They're going to be opening up for King's X at Revolution in Amityville, New York, on August 25th. Uh, Chris and I actually ran into the lead singer of the band the other night. And great, great person. Yeah, and- very cool dude. Yeah, yeah. We, had a good, we had a good conversation about Jaco Pistorius with him, so exactly. I'm all about that. Yeah, so, and they have awesome music. I checked out some of their music earlier today, and you should chew. You should, too. You should, too. You should, too. You should, too. Yeah. Are you going to go see uh, DJ Pauly D there? No. Mr. Jersey Shore? No, thing? no. That's too, that's too loud for me. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but WWE, WWE, www.crashtransit.com and go follow them on Twitter at transitcrash and facebook.com slash crash transit. So go support them. Also, go support Javier Draven. Um, he does a bunch of guitar covers of wrestling theme songs and they're amazing. Uh, listen to this guy a long time ago when he did Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song on the guitar. 
And it's just sick. At Wrestling Covers on Twitter, Facebook.com slash JD Wrestling Covers on Facebook, and YouTube.com slash Stings uh, Sting Skater. And it's S K 8 E R. Go check him out. Give him a follow, subscribe, and enjoy. And I'm actually going to give another shameless plug to Mikey Whipwreck. He is opening up a wrestling school in Pennsylvania. First day, it's going to be open is August 20th. Go check it out. It's going to be trainers Tommy Swade and Mikey Whipwreck. It's in association with PPW, and it's going to be called Underdog Pro Wrestling School. Uh, go check out Mikey at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. Hey, yeah. Chris. And, but hey, it. but but you have to realize Mikey Whipwreck has it helped train the likes of Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Tony Nese, Trim Peretta. So he's got a good track record of yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. So, so now, now what are you going to say, Dave? No, I mean, I agree with you. So if you're in the Pennsylvania <laughs> area looking for a school, check that out. Hey, Chris, hey. you got a match of the week? Nope. Kidding. Okay. Jake. JK. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. That's right. It's Chris's match of the week time from NXT this week. Uh, Marshall Barthel versus the debuting Keith Lee. Um Everybody that's a pretty diehard independent wrestling fan knows that Keith Lee is limitless. Yep, I'm, play, I'm playing into the, the, the swerve here, folks. But he really showed his potential in this match, and you saw people kind of marking out a little bit hard during this match when he was doing flipovers and when he was doing drop kicks and stuff like that. So go check it out on NXT this week. It was a fun match to watch. Uh, Brandon, who are you shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. First shout-out is going to Marvel's Cloak and Dagger. Anybody see oh, it? Oh, no, but I it looked. I don't know anything about it. How was it? Oh, yeah, I didn't know anything about the show either until I uh, checked it out. It's been sitting on my DVR for uh, maybe, I guess, 10, 10 or 11 weeks. Maybe a little bit more than that, but... Uh, it's uh, it's now on Hulu. It, it first aired on Freeform, and I was addicted. I kind of binged it in like two days, so it's like ten hours worth of content. Wait, hey, it, it's really good. I, I thought Man, I wish really I had ten hours to do absolutely nothing. Well, I mean, I fell <laughs> I fell asleep in that time too. So, so yeah, it was more like eleven or twelve. What is it about? Cloak and dagger. Oh. Yeah, so wow, so they get they um they get these these powers and uh, they didn't realize it until they were older, and uh, one can like cloak himself and like move, kind of like Nightcrawler. Okay. But he can move wherever he wants, and then Dagger can make actual daggers come out of her hands, and and then they could do so many other things too. It's uh, really intricate and. Is this a crossover with anything? It's not. It's okay. just, I, I mean, it might be somewhere in the MCU, but it takes place in New Orleans, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I quite enjoyed the show. And if you haven't done so, check it out. It's on Hulu. Not that I have Hulu. Uh, next up, Paul Heyman. That shout, that that uh, that promo, I mean, was awesome. Can't sing that praise enough. Mm-mm. And then the last shout out goes to Rob Van Dam and Ron Simmons because I'm pretty sure we forgot to mention it. I, I, I know I don't think I mentioned it as a mark out moment of the week a few weeks ago, 
But oh, yeah. uh, they did that video of Rob Van Dam saying, Rob Van, and then Ron Simmons pops up and goes, damn. So I, th- I thought that was, I marked out for that. I thought it was funny. Figured yeah, at this I point I'd give done a at, shout out. Yeah, I think that was done at like New England uh, wrestling. Yeah, so it was like, uh, Rob new. Van Dam. Uh, maybe Northeast. Yeah, new. Yeah, so it was fun. It was cool. Check it out. I'm sure it's on the internet. You guys can check it out. It's definitely on the internet. It's a worldwide internet. <laughs> what? What the was that? Did internet. you sneeze? Did you do a dusty impression? <laughs> you ever see that video for Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage? Oh, that, thank you. For some reason, I was trying to Google that a few months ago, and I could not remember what it was. Thank oh, you so yes. much. You're welcome so much. I have to go watch that after this now. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> yeah, everybody should go YouTube that. So, yeah. So now it's now it's time for our 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 moment of the week. That is right. Our mark out moment of the week. The week. You guys, do you guys have multiples? No, I just got one. Okay, so I'm going to take all three of mine then? The, sure, the do it up. Uh, do it up. First up, that NXT footage of them discovering Aleister Black unconscious. I thought it was a very well done video. Um, it had a ton of cameos. And both the, the, the two different or three different angled videos that they got was, was cool. Uh, then I also have the fact that Renee oh, Young is finally going to be commentating on Monday Night Raw for at least one episode. Um, she's commentating with Beth Phoenix and Michael Cole for the Mae Young Classic, but this is a big thing. Which is dope. Yeah, but for the first time ever, for the full show, they're going to have a woman do commentary on Monday Night Raw. And it's Renee now, why Young. Is this not, why is this not full-time? Um, because Jonathan Coachman has to be on assignment for something. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I, like I don't know where coach the coach wasn't there last week either. I believe it was um, Tom Phillips there, but so that was a markout moment. And as well, I'm gonna say the the video that you retweeted earlier, Dave, from Botchamania, hmm. the the history of WCW versus <laughs> WWE with yeah. the in, in like Tom and Jerry form. I thought it was a brilliant video fantastically done i don't know if botchamania was the one that actually did that video i don't think so i think that people just submitted to him yeah, he usually but... credits all of them on his website though so that was a very well done video and i i was very pleased to have seen that i shared it with a few other people yeah it's 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 so uh accurate and and if you have not yet seen it chris i will definitely get the link for you and send it to you for you to watch that's yeah, funny huh. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I marked out this week for the announcement of Stephen Amell's first match, Solo versus Christopher Daniels. I mean, I'm a big fan of Arrow. I'm a big fan of Stephen Amell. So to see that he's actually booked in a match for this event, I'm excited for it. I And I do think it's going to be a good match, especially against a veteran of that being Christopher Daniels. So you're not, you're not excited that, uh, what is it, Batwoman or whatever is going to be on a show with him? Or do you I, not even know about Batwoman? I don't. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I think I'm not that familiar. Ruby, whatever her name is, Ruby is, Rose, is playing 
Batwoman, and there I think yeah. her first episode is with the uh, crossover event coming up. Interesting. Yeah, I, I haven't watched the latest season because I've been so busy, but. I, I saw something on Twitter about that, but I thought maybe it was a movie or stuff. I, I really don't know who Ruby Rose is anyways. Well, I just know so, from that uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I don't really know that show. Right. Heard of it, but I don't really know it. Well, you don't have Netflix. What so about you? understandable. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Uh, I marked out because we'll, we'll be taking our first marking out field trip in a very, very long time to Madison Square Garden where we have acquired three tickets for the New Japan Ring of Water G1 special, whatever Supercard. they're calling, Supercard, WrestleMania Super weekends. Card. Super <laughs> card, which I'm really stoked about. Really pumped about that. It's going to yeah, be a lot of I, fun. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? <laughs> because, dude, I just I'm feel... I still, I still feel so dirty. <laughs> I feel so weird missing NXT TakeOver. A hundred percent, man. All right, relax, Mark. I don't know. I, I am excited for this. I agree with Chris. I marked out for this, and I'm so I, – I can't wait. I think it's going to be so much fun. And Dude, they better have posters, programs, autographs. I think it's going to be a blast. I think that we should – Wrestlers better have their merch tables set up in the Oh, that's way. not going to happen. Dude, is that, that going to happen? <laughs> That can't happen. Bro, it's it's to New Japan Ring of Honor stuff. Dude, can that happen? Maybe. Hmm. I think they've done it at previous yeah, shows. Yeah, they definitely do that at previous shows because they've all been indie shows. <laughs> yeah. This is at Madison Square Garden. I don't know, but I think it's going to be so much fun. Maybe we'll. Maybe we should go early and grab a lunch or dinner out there. Well, There's right. a couple okay. of good spots in that area that we could go to. I'm down. Yeah, I think I like I like my original plan was I was gonna go to like Jersey to go to like the WrestleCon or whatever it was, but now that if we're just going to, to the G one gimmick, we'll just go to like there's a bunch of like in right right by Madison Square Garden, there's a bunch of like small like Mexican restaurants and stuff like that. Hopefully it'll be nice that we can like sit outside, have a couple beers, maybe some girl will grind all over Brandon again. I'm not, going, I'm not, I'm not going early to sit outside and, and have you guys drink alcohol. All right, so you can meet Chris and I at MSG no, where the seats you'll, are. You'll meet me. Mm, we shall see, but I do think that we should make it a, a full, like maybe not a full day, but. <laughs> oh, so what I was saying, I was gonna go to like WrestleCon and then come back, and on the way back, maybe go to like NXT or something like that. But I'm just gonna go to. So the are garden. you are you like not wanting to go to Mania or? No, I don't want to go to Mania. Mm. No, me neither. It's gonna start at like fuck. Flipping, I stopped myself there. Well, Bob Backlund. Yeah, um, it's gonna start at like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, I could sit there for ten hours with the potential I, I would, of snow. Dude, it was cold. Dude, it was it was freezing cold at WrestleMania 29. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be miserable. I'd rather go to like if we do do something else. If we go to New Japan, I would be totally up for. What do you mean? Out. If we go to New Japan, we're going to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got the go tickets. To New Japan. I'd, I'd be open to doing something else, like on that Thursday or something like that. Yeah, there's probably stuff Thursday too. Exactly. They'll probably have other things, and I'm definitely down for it. like if they have an event like with Evolve in Queens. I'm, I'm up for traveling out there for. So, but it's going to be fun. I mean, we still got a long time ahead of there. But 
yeah, that is episode 392. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of your support. Go support us a little bit more. Check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash out. Buy all of the t-shirts. Please tell your friends and family to buy t-shirts too. Go give us a like on Facebook, Facebook.com slash out. Go listen to all of our past episodes and present episode, MarkingOut.com, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, go check out YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11 where you can watch Cooking with Brandon and so many other great videos. Also, send us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com, and follow us on Twitter at markingout, at chrisweendog, at bttg161, and at davetherave underscore mo. And we wish you the best of luck in your your future future endeavors. endeavors. Yeah, something. Oh!